Hello, clean freaks. Welcome to another episode of the Don't Be Dirty podcast, the only podcast that teaches you all the tips and tricks used by Pro Cleaner to get your home, Airbnb, short-term rentals, and office spaces too, dirt-free, smell-free, and sparkling clean. My name is Kevina Tacon, I'm your host, and I'm very excited because today we're going to dive into more on the marketing and social media side of things once again. Yes, we get into the nitty and gritty of cleaning, but we also need to keep providing you with all the possible tools to strive on the digital space. Hence, our very special guest, Nick Lawani, one of the founders of Create by Influence. We thought that Nick will share some of his marketing practices since he has such a keen eye for effective design and branding. His overall experience in the digital space is just too good not to share. So enough said, let's get into it. The man is Nick Lawani. Come on up, Nick Lawani. Nick founded Create by Influence in early 2018 and built his business from the ground up while attending DeVry University and working a full-time job. So hello, Nick. Um, Nice to meet you. It's a pleasure to have you in the program today. Uh, To begin with, um, you know, I would like you to start to just introducing yourself to everyone and basically tell us a little bit about your background. you know, what do you do and any other details that uh, you would like to mention um, in your career as a marketer. So welcome, Nick. Thank you, Karina. I appreciate the strong intro and um, I'm really happy to be on this podcast with you today. Um, I've been a professional marketer now for the past three years and I've loved every single bit of the journey. Um, I can't say it's been the easiest journey to be on because, you know, as a marketer, you have to find ways to shape and mold yourself. You know, as every industry is different and as the times change, but um, what really led me into marketing was really just having a strong design background. Mm-hmm. You know, I was building websites and doing graphic design, you know, at the age of 12, 15 years old. And I just grew to have a passion for that. And, you know, one of the great things about that is creativity. You know, you bring creativity everywhere you go when it comes to marketing. And, you know, that's half the battle. You know, most companies hire us because they need a creative output you know they need something that's missing and mm-hmm. being a, a professional marketer is something that not only myself but my whole, my whole company cbi create by influence we're able to bring that to the table predictably and bring results for our clients so that's that's why i love it so much that's amazing I, just would you like to talk about a little bit more how like create by influence uh just like born like how the idea like born and uh you know i saw that you are associated with someone or do you have like a team of people that like help you to you know offer a different service uh different services and marketing absolutely so the agency like i said since i started out my journey you know with web design and graphic design we were originally a design agency mm-hmm. so in our early start we really focused on website development. You know, that was the one thing where it was always in demand and mm-hmm. it was doing really well for us. But we realized, you know, it, it limited us for our own growth, you know, with revenue and, you know, other sorts of factors. You know, when you have a website project, it's more of like a one-off project. You know, mm-hmm. once you're done with that project, the client goes on their way and they're happy. But it's like, you know, I thought to myself, how do we continue that relationship? How do we continue to bring value to that client at the time? which is why, you know, I got into the mission to create a full service 
marketing agency that can not only provide you with the solutions of branding, website development, software, but tie it in with paid advertising and traditional media. And, you know, the team I have now, I mean, they're, they're, they're incredible. They're my eight players. Um, I teamed up with my COO, Steven Spencer, up in Oklahoma uh, about two and a half years ago. He came on board. He saw what I was doing. You know, we were friends for about 15 years, and he just, you know, he had a good vibe, and he realized, you know, there's some potential here, you know, and at the speed we were moving at, you know, it's definitely been a humbling experience. You know, we, we have people that not only work with us in the U.S., but we also have international employees, so we get the best of all worlds when it comes to talent. And what's great about that talent is you can source the right people for the right projects because some projects require a certain type of skill level, a certain type of individual, someone who understands branding mm-hmm. will know that, you know, if I'm an expert at talking with real estate people, I should be doing real estate projects. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm an expert with e-commerce, I should be handling, you know, high-end, you know, e-commerce brands. You know, so I think one of the biggest things that we focus on is creating the right teams that encompass the clients and what their actual goals are. That way, we are the true experts in every facet of what we provide. And we're not just talking it, we're walking it. Amazing, amazing. Honestly, and I love that you saw an opportunity there once you were uh, working with your clients and, um, you know, that you wanted to continue the relationship with them. Uh, I love that, honestly. And I, I was actually checking, like, the different services that you offer. I saw um, between them market research, which I thought, like, you know, no many agencies, like, offer that. I thought it was very interesting that you offer that service. Um, so I, I don't know, like, would you like to explain to me, like, how, like, market research is conducted for, for your clients? Like, is this something that it must be done for each client that you onboard at the agency or it's just something that is, is specifically when it, you know if if i come right. as a client if i ask for it um would it would it be something that is a, a specific service am i explaining myself well no you are absolutely yeah. um marketing research is the standard operating procedure for us you know when we conduct an assessment for a business we usually start with some sort of intro call which would be about 20 minutes long where we just you know, basic diagnose uh, what's going on with your business, what you're doing for your marketing, if you're doing anything at all, and mm-hmm. how well it's working for you. You know, we also want to look at the things that are already performing well. Um, you know, because if you have something that's not broken, we're not going to go in there and just try and fix it. We're just going to try and make it better. Mm-hmm. You know, now if you're missing something that is crucial that you should have been doing a long time ago, that's going to be part of the marketing strategy right out the gate. Um, you know, mm-hmm. every business is different. So when we do our research, we're really looking at, one, your industry, two, your competitors, mm-hmm. and three, the data, you know, how much demand is out there for your service? You know, what markets can we um, attack if there is an interest to go national or if this is more on the local level, what areas on the local side, you know, we're looking at peak interest, you know, like where you're going to get the most business and where you're going to find your ideal audience, you know, because everybody has an ideal audience. Yes. got to find where they live and where they hang out and you got to stay relevant to that audience because they're the ones that are going to move the money needle in any business. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> that sort of like sounds like, um, uh, well, I, I also work, I work mostly on social media. So it's sort of like what I do when I do a, an audit, um, for, for some of my clients. So 
I found like this is kind of like similar, but not quite the same, but uh, it's very interesting. So uh, having experience in this area, um, which overall marketing strategies do you recommend uh, to rental owners or maybe people um, on the space and, and why? Do you have like maybe some top general strategies that you would you mention? Yes. When it comes to rental owners, a lot of it is really going to come down to lead generation, mm -hmm. but you also want to showcase the features. Mm -hmm. What makes your property stand out? Why is your property to go to Airbnb, Airbnb or, you know, rental in that area? Mm -hmm. You know, want to leverage proximity? You know, what's down the street, what attractions are there, you know, just like we do our, you know, our, our luxury and real estate campaigns, you know, we're showcasing a certain property. We're going to showcase all the value up front, top of the funnel, you know, mm -hmm. what is going to get me to reach out to this owner. And one of the best ways I think to do this is through social media. Mm -hmm. um, you know, everybody's on social media targeting your ideal customer is like, night and day easy well not easy to the typical person that's trying to do it themselves but to a, a seasoned marketer mm -hmm. they know what they're looking for so the biggest advice i can be i can say is you know if you have a website if you don't have a website showcasing your property your airbnb get one up asap and give people what i like to call a virtual tour where they can basically see all the features up front and deliver on the value you know showcase everything that you get and and why your property stands out you know because when people are looking to buy or rent anything they're looking for value the more value you can give them up front before actually making that in-person connection mm -hmm. the more they're going to be warmed up in order to um, you know become that ideal client you know or person that's going to rent that place for you I think it's amazing that you mentioned the virtual uh, tour because I, I don't think many people I know even know that that exists. But I, I found that a very, uh, yeah, like it's, a, it's a nice strategy. Um, and have you seen um, what like maybe like people on the space are doing wrong if you can think of something? in terms of branding or strategy, have you seen something that you can be like, okay, well, maybe I, will, I wouldn't do this or I will do this this other way? Is, is anything there that comes to your mind? Absolutely. I think the number one thing most people miss their mark on is great branding. Mm -hmm. um, brand awareness is key nowadays. You know, if you sell a product or a service of any sort, you want something that's going to be memorable. You know, what's going to make me remember my brand you know, what's going to leave a lasting impression that's going to always have you at back of mind, you know, thought. And I think most people, you know, they're not putting that true effort into creating a branding around anything. You know, like there's people that are doing it really well in this space and there's other people that aren't doing it at all. Mm -hmm. And the ones that do it well, they, they're the ones that have a huge following. They're the ones that have a lot of connections and they're the ones that can leverage their network for growth. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing we've learned in the past year working with a lot of clients, you know, in, in different verticals is they don't put a lot of energy and time towards that stuff, you know, and the yes. biggest excuses are, you know, well, I'm too busy or, you know, I just don't have the time. And then this is when, you know, you hire an agency or, or someone who's an expert that can give you their time and address those things. Because I think what frustrates people is it's, it's not an overnight thing. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can market something for 30 days, but if you want to fish, you know, with, with big, if you want to catch big fish for a lifetime, you need to be fishing for more than 30 days. You know, you have to create traction that's going to last more than just 30 days because it's like reading a book. You know, if I, if I read a couple of chap- chapters and put it down, am I really going to get what I needed out of that book? Yeah. No. And if I finish the book and I take something and apply it to the next thing I do, that's when I'll become more successful. Yeah. And measure results. I think like that goes hand in hand, just like tracking everything, basically. Yeah. That's um, another big thing. That's another big thing. Um, tracking results and really focusing on KPIs, you know, key performance indicators, like what is bringing me business you know if we're not measuring things we're we're setting ourselves up for failure because we can't double down on the things that bring us more growth and sales correct yeah uh, do you have any other platforms that you will recommend people to put themselves out there um yeah i don't know anything any other platforms come in mind yeah so top of mind i would say essentially essentially facebook instagram YouTube, uh, Twitter, we use it. It, it. It's a hit or miss for most people, depending on what they're doing. And, and Clubhouse is a, another big thing that's really on the rise. Yeah, where it, hot from the oven. I think like that one is a very interesting one. <laughs> definitely is. And I, I think a lot of people really don't understand it yet and what the longevity of using it is. But I mean, from what I've heard, people are networking and they're closing high ticket deals and there's a lot of transactions being made through the value clubhouse is provided, you know, as a social media platform that's relatively new. Yeah. Interesting. Um, what do you think about traditional media though? Um, any thoughts there? Like, I mean, by traditional media, like, uh, I don't know, like maybe like a radio commercial or like a TV commercial. Do you still, I will recommend people, uh, to do that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm a big advocate that traditional media is still very much alive mm-hmm. because you gotta think about all the players that are saturating digital advertising, you know, mm-hmm. Facebook ads, YouTube ads, Instagram ads, you know, Google, like everybody's, you know, trying to get online. Mm-hmm. When people get online, a lot of people are gonna start forgetting about traditional media, which is gonna allow some smaller players to enter that game, you know, and have a good piece of that pie. Mm-hmm. You know, I think any good marketing strategy should kind of be like a 360 degree approach where, you know, I may be doing all my digital media, but I'm still doing the basics. I'm still doing the fundamentals of traditional, you know, whether that be a postcard, a mailer, a door hanger, flyer, mm-hmm. billboard, um, radio, mm-hmm. a commercial. I think they're strongly under underrated. And I think, if you really want to get to the highest level, you need to utilize every channel. I think like taking that, I think that's a very interesting point. Um, because normally, you know, I, I, I have made this question to other people and they completely disagree, but I, I, I agree with what you're saying, but as well, knowing your audience as well, you know, because yeah. maybe if your audience, I don't know, is people, um, you know, 30 at 35 and up, um, I will consider some of the venues for traditional media, but if most of your audience is focused like millennials, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe it, maybe it's not something that I will completely recommend, if that makes sense. I agree with you, but I mean, I think it comes down to, you know, like I like to say is how well do you really know your audience? Yeah. You know, because going into this business, running a marketing agency, I always thought 
I knew exactly who I wanted to work with. And then I come to realize that I was, you know, marketing to them in kind of like a reverse way. You know, like the people I actually wanted to work with were the people that were too busy for social media. Yeah. You know, and that, that kind of was a big eye-opener for me. You know, like, you know, sometimes we feel like we know we want to target only, you know, once you really get that feedback and you've, you've kind of been through the trenches long enough, you realize, wow, my ideal client, you know, this, what I'm trying to do here doesn't appeal to my ideal client. You know, the way I landed this client was through referral. Mm-hmm. How do I build a, a bigger referral network? Wow. Interesting. I like that. Interesting. <laughs> um, what difficult, like what challenges you think uh, property managers um, or entrepreneurs in general, because I think like many of the people that have properties out there, um, you know, that they're renting on through Airbnb or Facebook or any other platform are married, like are entrepreneurs in general. So, you know, you know, what challenges they can face in scaling their business through maybe social media in particular, or any other forms of marketing, if you can think of. I think the biggest challenge is, you know, having a set strategy that's, that's going to be predictable. I think people get scared whenever they spend money, not knowing what it's going to bring them, but they're also measuring it in very short periods of time. Um, for instance, with my agency, we didn't start really pushing digital advertising consistently, like spending like a set budget that we were going to stick with until um, 2020, January of 2020. Mm-hmm. That's where we kind of were like, you know, we're going to go all in and really like give this our true shot now that we're to the point of scale where we can afford to budget this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, first couple of months were a little rough. Like I wouldn't say we made, we didn't really make a decent ROI until about, about three more, three, four months into the campaign. But it's like, you know, most business owners might have been like, you know, probably manager could have been running their own Facebook ads and been like, this isn't working after 30 days and then, you know, shut it down, never really getting a chance to really grow. I, I agree think- with you. Like, you have no idea. Yes. <laughs> and like for some people, it takes, um, you know, it, it, and honestly, like uh, it's amazing that you really share that in your case as an agency. Uh, you know, like the first couple months wasn't really, you know, uh, a return on investment. You know, it was like really, it was very difficult, I, I presume, right? So, but one thing, one thing I learned the most is trust the process. Learn to nurture your leads, build trust, build relationships. And just because somebody isn't ready to buy now doesn't mean they're not a good customer for you. It's just yes. about, you know, you got to be on their timeline at the end of the day, you can't create their timeline for them, you know, because financially marketing is a big investment and it requires a proper budget. And if you don't respect that person's budget and and where they're at with their business, then you're not a good, you're not a good business person. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, it's it's straight up. No offense, people, no offense, but... That's good. That's good. I like it, honestly. So, it's, yeah, well, I mean, I, 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 I agree with you, honestly. I do. Because I think, like, it's, it's, you know, you hear a lot of people that they try, in this case, um, you know, Facebook ads for, for yes, for, like, two months. And, and, and they say, like, well, that's enough for me. Like, that doesn't work. And But have you really, like, uh, you know, tested for a long time to, like, see what's, uh, what, what data are you getting from there? Like, is it really... Yeah, and like you said, like trust the process. Like first, like we come from a, a campaign of awareness, then consideration, and like you just have to go through the process in order to like see if it's working or not. 
Absolutely. So, so yeah. Um, so what's your take on Airbnb? Like any interesting thoughts about uh, about this platform? Or I don't know, probably, you know, you, you, you're not a, an expert in, in Airbnb, but I don't know, I would like your opinion about it. Uh, since you're someone that like focuses really on um, or start from branding and web design, I don't know. I would like to know, you know, what are your thoughts about that? Because uh, I think it's very interesting. I think it's a very profitable industry. Mm -hmm. I actually, you know, my wife just got into real estate. She just became an agent. And we've already talked about how we love to have our own Airbnb in the, in the near future just because it's, it's such a high demand thing. And if you have it in the right area, you're going to make your investment back consistently. Um, you know, and, and the cool thing about the Airbnbs is you get them in like these exotic locations usually, and they have these, you know, I think the best thing is the what's surrounding them. You know, knowing that you're in a hot location and you're going to have a really good weekend or month, you know, whether you're just trying to get away for some business trip or you're trying to have like a mini vacation, take some time away, you know, by yourself or with the family. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's a great profitable industry. I think uh, more and more real estate investors are looking at Airbnbs, you know, especially because I think more clientele is demanding it. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think it's a great industry. And as far as how you can market it. I mean, there's a lot of different ways. Like I said earlier in the conversation, I think social media is a, one of the best, you know, having the right um, content, you know, and, and utilizing, you know, the tools, you know, building a nice website and really brand that experience, you know, creating something that not only gives you like a virtual look at what's inside, but, you know, also makes it, you know, like, you know, like you feel like you know everything about this before you even step foot in it. Mm -hmm. And, do you think like, because um, I've seen that there's other competitors, like obviously nothing compared to Airbnb because, well, they have positioned themselves so well. But uh, what about the hotel industry? Because uh, I, I don't know if you have any, because Airbnb being such a like giant right now, you know, like hotels and they must feel pretty much like, <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's really going to come down to um, price. You know, you have a mm -hmm. client oh, that, you know, they're looking for like a budget-friendly, a budget -friendly, you know, place to stay versus mm -hmm. something a little more high-end. Uh, I think people that are wanting more of like a luxury, more exclusive VIP type of experience, they're going to lean towards the Airbnb, you know. And then, you know, the Airbnb, I mean, they wouldn't want their own private pool and, you know, other amenities that you can't really get with a hotel. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I saw in your website um, a case study. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this well. Uh, Otto Brewery Town. Is that Otto. correct? Yeah, Otto. Uh, Otto. Otto. So sorry. <laughs> so um, would you like to talk to me a little bit about that case study? Because I find it very interesting. I think a lot of people will find it interesting too. Uh, lead automation and marketing funnel development. Right? Yes. There's some other things we did too that aren't mentioned in that. So what's cool about that project was this was a um, there was two sides to this project. There was the sales side, which was the real estate team mm -hmm. that was doing this, and then there was the construction side, which was the actual developer who was building this project. Mm -hmm. So we got to see the perspectives of the sales team and the developer, you know, hand in hand, and we got to collaborate on 
you know, on a different level. You know, not everybody gets to walk to a marketing project and get to say, oh, I work with the developer of the building itself mm-hmm. and the real estate team that was pushing the sales. So we got our hands, you know, nice and, you know, right into the nitty gritty of what actually needed to be accomplished and everything we needed to know about this building structure and why it was uh, prime and hot, you know, location, you know, up and coming, you know, new development is rising, you know, everywhere in this area. Mm-hmm. And we took approach, we took the approach where, you know, we know we're going to, the, the ideal client for this type of condominium was going to be a millennial that, you know, has a, you know, a good career and, you know, makes a certain type of income, you know, might be a lawyer, you know, might be an investor of mm-hmm. some sort. And what was really cool was we created a funnel using social media and we were able to get up to 200 appointments that for people that want it in person and virtual showings for this, for these condos. And, you know, at, at the numbers that we were cranking these out at, you know, we, we had a fine, finely tuned system for this approach, but it didn't stop there. You know, we, we looked at what we could do for, t- for traditional media, like, you know, what could we do on a, on a paper level, you know, like mm-hmm. what could we do that could get more people, you know, to, to look into this property. So what we did was we came up with, a decal QR code where we, we put them on the commercial space at the very bottom of the building. And when we did open houses, mm-hmm. we would be able to take their phones out and scan the QR code and basically enter the information of what they like and don't like for the ideal condo. And it would send to a chat bot and that chat bot would deliver those leads to the sales team. So we had different levels of obtaining leads, both foot traffic and visual traffic. Wow, honestly, I'm I'm beyond impressed. That's an amazing strategy. Honestly, Thank how you. how many properties um, are in this uh, this building? Just curious. So the new construction phase is 32 units. Um, the first phase was already completed and completely sold out. Um, and the, what we were assigned to do was to promote and market the second phase, which is projected to be completed by July of this year. Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. Cool. Awesome. That's an amazing project to be part of, I bet. Yeah, huh? it was great. We learned a lot and they were a great team to work with, you know, and, and it's all about having those teams, you know, that we kind of fed off each other. You know, when they had feedback, we were able to have feedback and there was a good collaboration there for sure. Do you mind me asking, uh, in so far, where uh, have you guys seen more um, maybe leads coming from? Um, from where, like, you guys have seen, like, more um, more traction? The most traction was definitely between Facebook and Instagram because that's where most of the marketing budget was going towards. Oh, which, okay. Which was good because um, we had a very strong nurture system where these leads were nurtured through email text message over the course of months. Mm-hmm. So in our nurture strategy, we made sure to educate them on the surroundings. The library town's great and about the architecture auto wolf mm-hmm. and we gave basically gave them history about the building and about the area which i think people really like that because when they're looking for a new place to live you know the more value and education you give them the more they feel like you know they're getting their money's worth and it's, it might be worth to come out and actually take a look that's cool so did you guys like i don't know like maybe like promote like what other businesses are around like you know if they you have yeah. like a pharmacy nearby or you know restaurants yeah. nearby and so on yep. right so people that get the all, big picture part of the strategy. Yep. Cool. events restaurants you know fun places to go to 
you know, places, places to socialize. I mean, we, we definitely were very thorough with that. Amazing. Um, is there anything else or any exciting projects that you would like to mention? Anything else that you would like to share with us? I don't know. Anything comes to mind? Um, <laughs> well, we have things. speak. Yeah, we yeah we have mentioned a lot of things so far. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? There's one new project we're working on that's extremely exciting because um, they're a real estate lending company mm -hmm. um, based in Philadelphia. And what we're doing for them is we're basically branding them in a way that no other lending company in the industry has ever been branded before. Like we're bringing like an edgy, cool vibe to this brand because, you know, mm -hmm. they've got some awesome personalities on their team. So it's like, imagine a fusion between Dollar Shave Club and real estate lending and you get this really cool, you know, team. Amazing. So the branding push we're doing for these guys is it's going to be complete disruption to the market. And then in a positive way, like you're gonna get, you're gonna get people that are just like, you know, out of the commercial. Like these guys are, are trying to do some things that are absolutely amazing. And there's nobody, there's no other comp competitor out there that's even scratching the surface of what you know is about to come with this company. So I think that's definitely one of our most exciting projects. Amazing. Maybe we can circle back in a couple of months and talk about yeah. that. I think yeah, that would be great. That would <laughs> yeah. be a lot more to share. So, um, if anybody wants to reach you, I what it will be the best way? Um, you know, they would like to like uh, get some ballpark, or you know, just like basically inquire about uh, which services that they, they should get. Uh, you know, with you, uh, what it will be the best way? Um, so the best way would be you just go directly to our website, mm -hmm. www.createbyinfluence.com. Mm -hmm. From there, you can request a consultation. It's a free assessment. You know, we just spend 20 minutes just diving into what your business does and, and see how we can optimize and, and scale and see if we're a good fit. And then, you know, that we go from there. Amazing. Well, Nick, it's been a pleasure to have you uh, with us. I think this conversation is of great value for uh, for all listeners, so I uh, I really hope we can uh, we can talk again and we can meet up again and, and just circle back in your uh, new projects. I think it sounds very exciting and uh, so yeah, it's been it's been amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brina. I appreciate your time and you having me on here. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Well, that brings us to an end of this episode. Don't forget to share with your friends and family or anybody part of the cleaning and rental industry that finds all this information useful. We hope that we have brought good value to you. So don't forget to rate us and let us know if you want to be part of the conversation. Don't forget, don't be dirty. Until the next episode, everyone. 